You tell me it gets better, it gets better in time. You say to pull myself together, pull it together, you'll be fine. Tell me what the hell do you know? What do you know? Hello guys. Welcome to the sixth episode of our second season. And in today's episode, we're going to discuss a very delicate topic sexual harassment we hear sexual harassment come up in a lot of conversations whether it's playfully or somebody accusing somebody of harassment i decided to talk about this topic today because i recently had to deal with something relating to sexual harassment and i've really learned a lot about it and i felt like i needed to share because trust me a lot of people don't understand what counts as sexual harassment and what doesn't and I hope that this conversation will be a bit enlightening. So by definition, sexual harassment is unwelcome sexual advances, requests for sexual favors, and other verbal or physical conduct of sexual nature. So I think the most important thing here is the first word, which is unwelcome. And I'll explain this as I move on. So here are some examples of what we can call sexual harassment. So the first is actual or attempted rape or sexual assault. Sexual harassment is different from sexual assault. So if somebody rapes you or attempts to rape you or assault you sexually, that counts as sexual harassment. Unwanted pressure for sexual favors. So a co-worker, somebody, a friend keeps giving you pressure for sexual favors. Sexual favors could be, oh, how to have sex with you or give me blowjob. Yeah, and so on. Unwanted deliberate touching, leaning over, cornering, or pinching somebody can also be termed as um, sexual harassment. Unwanted sexual looks or gestures. This is the part which was a bit confusing to a couple of people. It also includes unwelcome telephone calls, letters, materials of sexual nature, unwanted pressure for dates, unwanted sexual teasing, jokes, remarks, or questions, cat calls, sexual comment. It's actually a tall list. And I have this document here, which I'm going to post on my website so you can download it if you really want to read a lot about sexual harassment. There's one thing that I noticed this week when I posted um, the flyer that we're going to talk about this episode or we're going to talk about this topic um, this week. This lady saw the poster or the flyer on my status, sexual harassment, and she wanted to share her story or experience directly. And this is how she began. Um, I don't know if this counts as sexual harassment. That is how she began. I don't know if this counts as sexual harassment. And then she went ahead to describe something which was close to sexual assault or close to rape. But she felt it might not be sexual harassment. And another thing I also noticed was uh, with my flyer. The flyer is actually a picture of a man who is harassing a younger woman. And the guys were like, well, not all of them. Some of them were like, no, this really isn't true. It makes it look like guys are the only ones who assault women. And I actually get it. This is what I'm going to say about this. I really didn't want to make it about gender, but you can't talk about sexual harassment and then take away gender. Statistically speaking, more women report sexual harassment than men. More women report of being harassed sexually than men. And what does this mean? It doesn't actually mean that women 
are harassed more than men it doesn't mean men are harassed more than women all it means is that women talk about it more women report that they've been harassed more than men do it could actually mean that men are harassed more than women but then they don't report it or they don't talk about it it could actually mean that women are harassed more than men but they also talk about it so that's the statistic i'm not going to go into the reason why men don't open up about these things there's this thing that i've noticed mostly on twitter that a woman or a group of women will start talking about their experiences with harassment or sexual harassment and then in the comment section a guy or some men will come and say that yeah guys also get harassed too honestly speaking that is one of the most annoying and backwards way of thinking nobody is saying guys don't get harassed guys do definitely but it's about the time you people decide to talk about it when a group of women are talking about the experience, they are not saying that it doesn't happen to guys. They are just saying that it happened to us and we are talking about it. We are talking about women. It's about women now. So when a guy comes into the comment section and says, hey, listen here, yeah, we also get harassed. It kind of makes it look like, okay, so let's normalize it. It's not a big problem. It happens to all of us. Why are you making noise? Why are you making it a big deal? We also get harassed. No. I don't want to sound like a simp, but the truth is, women have created a safe space for themselves where they can open up and talk about these things that happens to them. For us men, it is naturally difficult for us to open up about these things, so we decide not to. But when women are talking about it, it's either we are supporting them, or we're just reading and then passing. But if we start making comments like, oh it happens to us also, what's the big deal? It means that you're generally making a joke out of the experience that she is also going through. I felt like I needed to put this out there. Back in JHS, I had this female friend who, who was a bit touchy whenever she's playing with you. She had good intentions, but that's how she was. She would come and hit your ass, she can touch your chest, hey, your chest is hard, hey, where's your boobs? That's how she played. And whenever you tell her that, I don't like this, I don't, I don't like what you're doing, she'll make it look like you don't know how to play. And I noticed this with a lot of other women and how they harass men it could mean that they don't know what they're doing or they don't understand that it's harassment because probably the guys will not say oh you've harassed me unlike the woman but it makes it difficult for a guy to be harassed and then whenever you talk about it you become the victim as in there's this quality that you're supposed to have you're supposed to be tolerant to harassment but you're not because i'm playing with you and then you're acting up you don't know how to play but then you just said that i don't like what you're doing i'm uncomfortable with this but i may be wrong i feel like women are naturally not wired that way to accept rejection so what we can say so far is that when it comes to sexual harassment it's not really about the action that you're doing it's how the person perceives it so for me i could go and hug somebody touch her in a way and then she wouldn't call it harassment but if you do the same thing to her she could say she's been harassed and sometimes this also becomes a problem for people to understand. They're like, oh, this is the same thing this guy did to you and you didn't say anything, but I did it and then you're saying I've harassed you. Is it not the same action? So mostly it's not really about the action. It's about how the person perceived it or whether it was wanted or unwanted. If you're sending people love letter and they say they don't like it and you're still doing it, they kind of feel harassed. And when I started, I said um, I had an encounter with this whole sexual harassment thing. It wasn't like I went to harass somebody. Something happened and I was around. And, and I learned a lot of lessons when it comes to sexual harassment. 
The first is the power of position. Say you are in a workplace and then the person who is harassing you is above you. It makes it very difficult for people to open up, especially if you are their boss or they work under you. One of the confessions that came in, it was a lady saying that she was constantly being harassed by her boss, but she didn't complain or she didn't do anything because she needed to be there. She needed a job. She needed the money to eat. And I noticed that it's one of the many factors why harassment really goes on, especially in the workplace. When it's coming from above, when it's coming from somebody in a higher position than you, who has the power to dictate whether you stay in the job or you lose the job, sometimes it makes it very difficult for people like that to open up because you definitely know that if I talk, I'm losing my job. So people tend to more like cover it up or find excuses or find reasons to make themselves okay with whatever is going on, which is not okay. The second thing I also learned is how little people really know about harassment. From, from the documents that I read, it even includes how a person looks at you. People can look at you in a way which is termed as sexual harassment, um, some of their gestures they do. So when I was in Accra, I interned with this company and um, one of the bosses harassed, I think, a junior member of the company. She was afraid to talk about it, so she confided in my boss then who was a woman. And my boss didn't also sit on the issue and then it went to HR. So they started investigation and they were asking the other woman whether this man did the same thing to them or anybody else in the company has ever harassed them before. And most of the women would say no, nobody has harassed us or this man has never harassed us. All he did was he would just compliment about our shape or he would tell us, oh, your body is nice, oh, your boobs are big, your ass, your ass is nice or something, something like that. And then the HR woman was very angry because all of these things are all harassment. That a boss cannot make these unwarranted comments about an employee's body, as in telling the female employees there that your body is nice, this is this, or oh, this dress, when you wear it, I like it. Psychologically, has an effect on these employees and their performance at the office. This made me realize that there are a lot of things that can be termed as sexual harassment, but we just let it go. Yesterday, I was having a conversation with a lady and she was telling me how her friend who is a male got harassed sexually when he was young by an older lady. And since then, this guy cannot be with women who are not old. He can't be with younger ladies. And what he didn't realize was that it's an effect of what happened to him when he was younger. Growing up, my mom was a hairdresser in Ifyukma, a suburb of Takadi popularly known as Janka Town. So I used to attend a school called SDA. That's where I attended till class three, then I moved to J. Chris. So my mom had this apprentice. I don't think I remember her name. She was the one who was picking me from school and then taking me to school every morning. So whenever she picked me up from school and then she took me to the salon, there was a part of the salon that was more like um, a changing room or a bedroom. That's where she would undress me and then change my, my clothes. But whenever she does that, whenever she changes me, she kisses me and then she put my dick in her mouth. This went on for a while. I didn't understand what it meant, but then I trusted her because she was older than me and then she knew what she was doing. So there was this day back in the house that my mom was trying to undress me and I tried to kiss her. That was when she asked me, how did I know about this and who taught me? And then I opened up and I told her, oh, this lady usually does these things to me whenever she brings me back from school. My mom was so furious, I could remember. It was in the evening after work, and then she had to hold my hands, and then we went to a lady's house, and 
she went to see her parents and asked her all these things it was very bad because at that age i was i think in class one i was very young and i didn't know the kind of pleasure she was going to get from doing all these things to me letting me touch her boobs kissing me i didn't think that i could pleasure her in any way but she felt it was okay to do these things and from conversations with friends too it looks like a lot of people did things to boys when they were very young i remember yesterday a friend told me his story where he was staying in a compound house so in the evening they all gather in the middle of the house with their mats and then their clothes and they will cover themselves with a the cloth so one person will stand outside and then they will tell you to come and touch the person mentioned the name if you get it correct the next person goes that kind of games there was this particular lady who would always sleep next to him and then she would be doing turns to him even as at that tender age and sometimes these young boys don't understand what is going on they don't understand or they trust that since you are old you really know what you're doing and then it's good so sometimes they don't even talk about it with anybody until they're a bit old and then they understand what really went on and another thing i've also noticed especially on social media is whenever any guy opens up about being harassed other guys seem to celebrate it as in hey i wish it was me and it even happened to me the other day i think i posted somebody's confession on my status and one friend well i won't call him a friend now he came to comment that wow this is free pussy i wish it was me and i felt so bad as in how could a fully functional human being see this sad event and think about pussy and finally before i end this episode there's one last thing that i would want to say it's usually about how women play with men they'll touch their chest they will hit their ass and it's all playful it kind of gives men these ideas that oh it's okay for me to also do this to women because if you're doing it to me why can't i do it to you also so it makes it difficult for people to help the fight against sexual harassment, rape, and all that if women are also doing it to men. And they're making it look like it's all play and it's all jokes and it is fine. And one last thing I also wanted to mention is enablers. And I'm also going to talk about it a lot in our next episode, which is actually going to be an interview about people who don't commit the crime, but they create an environment where these crimes or these things can happen. Alright guys, thank you for listening and as always, we're going to go for our confessions. Hi guys, this is Nani and here are your confessions for this week. We have a driver that has become so much part of our family that we refer to him as Wafa or uncle. I am the last born so he affectionately calls me Ketri, that is the last born in tree. It's a cargo car so there is a bed in the car. Whenever I travel with him, I wouldn't sleep because I was shy of him. My mom urged me on to sleep because he is harmless. Gradually, I let down my guard and was cool with sleeping on the same bed with him, not knowing he's catching feelings. One day when we got to a car to market our goods, my sis was the one selling, so I decided to get to a hotel and shower. Lo and behold, he followed to also take a shower then sleep. As innocent as I was after bathing and dressing in the bathroom, I came out to sleep and he asked me to lock the door, that because we are sleeping, someone might slip in and steal, still naive to his intent. Hmm. I obeyed and proceeded to sleep, only for him to start touching me and ask for sex. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Even though I didn't talk, he started forcing himself on me. 
I'm smallish, but strong. So I stood on my feet and denied him of having his way with him. The next moment, whatever possessed him vanished, and he started pleading that I shouldn't report him to my mom and sister, that he will lose his job and can't take care of his kids. The tiredness from the journey that I wanted to sleep it off vanished. The thought of his children made me keep quiet. Not a soul in my family knows about this, just a trusted male friend who also knows the warfare. As it stands now, I really feel for sex and enjoy sex, but whenever my boyfriend initiates that, I remember that experience and always give him a tough time before giving in. If my boyfriend sees this, I want him to know that he's not at fault. It's just a scare from my past that haunts me and he should just understand me. I was in JHS 2 when I moved into one of my favorite teacher's house. She came to ask permission for my parents since she was pregnant and had no one to support her. So my parents understood and gave me the go ahead. Her husband is the captain in an international vessel, which means they are rich, but didn't have anyone around them. And I wondered why. Not knowing, the man was a flirt. He actually harassed all the people that came to either stay with them or work for them, specifically the females. He brought it on me. He started asking me if I had a boyfriend or if I'm a virgin or whatever, but I kept running from him. His wife got the hint and asked me about it. And I told her everything and she confronted her husband. The truth is, she knows that is what her husband does to them. That's why she decided to bring someone not too old for him to flirt with. That's why she brought me one of her peoples, so that her husband would think I'm a child, so he can't do that to me. But I guess she was wrong. I left and never set foot there again, even when she gave birth. I didn't visit her alone. I made sure we were three or four in number before I go there. I couldn't tell my parents because I was protecting my favorite teacher because she was so innocent. Some men would disgrace you. Hey! When I was young, I was loved at for having a small penis. I was staying together with an extended family member. For some reason, she used to tell her friends about my small penis and then they would laugh at me. One night, one of her friends came around to visit her and she stayed till late. We used to live in a chamber and hall with a kitchen attached, so normally my dad and stepmom moved to the bedroom and this lady and myself would sleep in the hall. On the said night, I fell asleep after bathing and that was when my distant relative invited her friend to the hall to look at my penis. They kept touching it and moving it around and even tried to use a broomstick to penetrate the small hole at the tip. They played with it for a while and left. Anytime I moved while asleep, they stopped. Later on after that night, my relative told me what they had done to me. Well, those times I couldn't tell anyone. I don't even know if this qualifies for harassment. My boss, or appropriately, my former boss, is still a very highly respected person in the society. He is associated with Atona Food, specialized Nigerian Ghana based debt recoveries, Haptel, name it. He is a very big man and respected in his church as well. I used to work in his office 
as a secretary and tech assistant. He can send everyone in the building so he could get a chance to touch me. I used to pray it never happened. He would touch my boobs, suck my boobs. Hmm. We had a particular uniform. We wear trousers, a white inner like a crop top, and your suit. Now, if he removes my boobs and starts those things, all I want to do is break his nose with my fist and run. But where can I get a job with this salary? So, I decided to stay. But as time went on, I realized it was getting worse. This time, he wanted to take advantage of me, no matter how I pleaded and begged him to stop. So, I planted a small knife at my side pocket in case he tried harassing me again, which he did. I pulled out the knife, stabbed his shoulders, and hit his head with the flax which I laid my hands on and fled from the sea while he was wailing in pain. It was very tough looking for a job out there. That is because anywhere I went, all the HRs wanted to eat from my honey pot. So I got tired and then decided to do something on my own. Today, I can proudly say that I have a whole soul for water and drinks, and I'm very happy with this achievement. So ladies, my advice is that never let anybody look down on you or disrespect you. That is my mindset now. Anyone who tries that with me, definitely I'm plucking their eyes out. Or better still, cut their pennies off. Motherfucker. Alright, so this brings us to the end of today's episode. And thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for following us on all our social media platforms. My name is Lash, and see you in the next one. If they wanna be the Judas, if they wanna be the Pharaoh, me I cannot lay low, yo, me I cannot do that.